0: It's gonna be a good day. If you go the right way, you might die quickly or solve a mystery. What adventure will you choose? What would Cherric do? Hey y'all, uh, welcome back to What Would Cherrick Do? A Choose Your Own Adventure Podcast. As always, I'm Chad. And
1: I'm Eric. And we are
0: your co-hosts for this epic adventure.
1: Oh, yes indeed. This adventure which we have been on before? Maybe? I think, what, for the first time we're reading a book
0: for the second time for the first time?
1: For the first, for the second, the, for the first, first, yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. For the first time we're reading a book for the second time.
1: Precisely. And uh, this is actually an idea that we had a long time ago, kind of during the the early episodes of the show. So uh, we've been looking forward to going back to one of the books that we've previously read in order to make a different decision and go somewhere else.
0: Right. There's been a few that have just really stuck on our craw. like
1: Kind of irked us. But less irksome and more like curious, like, I wish maybe, this
0: I book guess. would have been this thing that yeah. we wanted it to be and mm-hmm. not this thing that it was.
1: Because, you know, these books have such a nasty habit of surprising you uh, and taking you places that you really don't expect. So. And so
0: we went through the archives. We listened to... All 25 episodes we recorded this year. Yeah,
1: we did a marathon. It was it was rough.
0: But am, g- amazingly great. I, I mean, it.
1: amazingly great, but can you imagine just sitting in a room listening to the two of us talk for hours and hours and hours? <laughs> yeah. And it's even extra weird when it's your own <laughs> voice and you're listening to yourself and then you start going crazy. I don't feel like it's weird at all. Oh, well, I guess that's, that's the difference between you and me. Yep.
0: So... um, if you haven't listened to it, so we're going to be reading, we'll just tell you.
1: Well, yeah, we should probably tell you which one we're going to be reading before we should tell you to go listen to the one that we're going to be reading, but that we already recorded because we yeah. already read it.
0: Well, yeah, and then we're just a thought time traveling warlock, so it right. so doesn't
1: get, make sense. This sometimes gets jumbled in our brains because like all time is like at once, but it's all also separate right times, in. and then... You know, we exist it's uh,
0: everywhere. But to be also omnipotent
1: nowhere. is really—it's kind of confusing occasionally. So
0: we're gonna read Choose Your Own Adventure number thirty-three, "Blood on the Handle,"
1: which was episode seven. Which was
0: episode seven
1: from uh, from our logs,
0: which we released originally on. Oh, jeez,
1: what April?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: March twenty seventh. March twenty seventh. So, that was like your birthday. It was like Chad's birthday time. It's getting
0: close to then. Dang. And uh, here we are in December, and, and we're going to read it again.
1: We're going to read it again, and I'm super excited. Yeah, we did actually have a little bit of a hard decision to make, like which book do we go back to, but I think we really picked a good one.
0: Yeah, because we really wanted this one to be like a detective, like yeah. murder mystery, and yeah. it turned into like
1: Taken a, 4, yeah. starring
0: Liam Neeson, you yeah. know?
1: Yep. and then a the couple of choices that we made didn't go very well no not so. at all
0: i think we ended up what the first time we got burned alive in a barn yep and the second time we got arrested by the dea because yep. our uncle was a drug smuggler
1: yep yep all the yeah <laughs> you pretty much nailed it buddy <laughs> so we're hoping for a better outcome this time around Uh, well, yeah, we'll see if that happens.
0: Maybe before we get back into this text again, um, maybe Eric, can you remind us, you know, just hit us with another chapter of like Eric and his history with choose your own adventure books. (laughs) Well, you know, I, I can't hear enough of these (sighs) stories of how these books have like, you know, influenced you over the years.
1: You know, it's true. And, um. I promised myself that I would never tell you this, Chad. Ooh, because I haven't been completely honest with you. What in the past year of our podcast relationship? I am actually an alien from the planet Urgartar. Hold the fuck? Uh, Yeah, I really wanted to tell you a long time <laughs> ago, pal. But I, I, you know, I was has- worried. You know, I didn't had know how suspicions. you would take it. I've had my suspicions. Oh, why? Because I wear belts and suspenders mm-hmm. at the same time.
0: And it's the metal antennas that come up from the back of your uh, head sometimes. Yeah.
1: Na <laughs> <laughs> Don't make don't make those noises. Don't be absurd. But yeah, so you know, I was kind of. So I born was looking on through planet. the archives on the on the spaceship that I was traveling the galaxies on. Yeah. And I was learning about earth culture and all sorts of things, and a lot of the literature was really boring and dense, let me tell you. You guys have a long history, and it's... oof. Anyway, these books, when I found these, oh my gosh, my world was opened, and I saw the creativity and uh the genius that was r.a montgomery and i said to myself man i gotta i gotta see more of what this is about i gotta come check out and see what these earthlings are all up to because dang these are some wild adventures and what a brilliant idea i love it yeah well
0: i love that you know you found these and, and we're both apparently from other planets
1: for sure yeah yeah you did tell me that you were from another planet and i still didn't open up to you wow, i'm a terrible friend well, well you there know, you have it. There it is. Everybody. Now you all know that you're just listening to two, two aliens aliens on a
0: podcast
1: talking. Yeah, that'd be a good name life.
0: for a podcast. Two aliens have a podcast. Two,
1: two the, the double alien cast. Yeah. The pod. The, the, bi- a, the alien pod.
0: <laughs> yeah, there it <laughs> is. That was not is.
1: bad. The, the bi alien pod. <laughs> the duo alien pod. It's very important to note, though, that we are a very different species of aliens. Oh, very different. And you'd be surprised at how many are out there, so just keep your eyes open. Well,
0: what do you say, um, Eric, if that is your name
1: at all? Yeah, you know, you can just keep calling me that. That's good. Um, Let's get into it. Let's do it, man. Why I'm pumped.
0: Why don't we come together as... Cherrick! Uh. Oh, that was a good one. I could every time, oh, man. I, I just get it. such
1: like a rush. Yeah, it's like an adrenaline rush. Good. <laughs> All right. I, I am in the mood to podcast now. I'm in the mood to choose some
0: adventures. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to do it. All right. See you on the other side.
1: Chad, hit it.
0: This book was way more intense than I remember it.
1: I mean, it really does just grab you, man. Especially after, like, the third page. Like, the shit is real, real, real quick.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so let's recap briefly.
1: Shall we talk about Uncle Morgan?
0: Yes. He's a shady mother effer.
1: <clears throat> uh, he's also our uncle. Yeah. Who Last is awesome only, and gives us a brilliant presence.
0: relative.
1: Yeah, let's talk about our parents for a moment. What happened to them? Uh, they died in, they
0: vanished, died in the Caribbean.
1: Mysterious.
0: Yeah.
1: Foul play, I sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we've lived with our Uncle Morgan for six months in Nollens, Louisiana.
1: Nollens you say? His
0: house is called Swan Song. Oh,
1: how lovely. You know what's not lovely is every day after school, we have to walk up a mile-long driveway. Yeah, but we get our exercise. Yeah, okay,
0: fine. So on this particular day, so Uncle Morgan, he travels a lot. He's always out of town. He's a busy man. He has man. a lot of mysterious guests who stay for a couple days and then we never see again as if they've vanished. Yeah, we don't even
1: see them leave. Like we, nope. we hear them in his study and then they're gone.
0: Yeah. And so it's a fall day in New Orleans mm. and, and we get off the bus. Like we do. And and we have this eerie feeling, like yeah. you know, it's just something's uneasy. And it's real quiet. And we heavy walk up and and we get into the house and we call for Maxine, who's like the the cook and like housekeeper, and we don't hear an answer. Um, and the strange thing, also, as we were walking up, we don't see like. I think it's Hank the handyman.
1: Yeah, there's someone who like, you know. Usually he's usually outside.
0: outside, and he's not there. Tinkering. And there's also this weird car parked in Uncle Morgan's car, but we just think it's one of his, you know, right. associates. Right, one, one of his
1: strange friends.
0: Yeah. So we walk in the house. Maxine doesn't answer, and then we notice Uncle Morgan's study door is ajar, just cracked slightly. And so we open the door, and we
1: see it. Blood! And we see blood! Everywhere! On the oak panels, on the yellow sofa, I, everywhere! And we
0: see this Nepali dagger like shoved into the oriental carpet on the floor, covered yeah. in blood.
1: Wedged deep into the like wood floor.
0: And then we hear two car doors slam outside and we doo, run doo. to the window and we see Uncle Morgan's, what we think is Uncle Morgan's ashen face pressed against the back window of the mm-hmm. car. Mm hmm and we run outside we jump on our kawasaki that we got as a birthday present breakneck speeds and we're we're in pursuit of the yeah, car
1: we kick down the gravel driveway get onto the road and we follow the car that we think uncle morgan is in
0: yep and then we hear it the sound of uncle morgan's jaguar right behind us that's strange and and we you know check the rearview mirror and we see two men and then one of them points a gun outside the window Oh, great. we have to react quickly if we choose to give up the chase and escape turn to page 17 and if we accelerate and continue turn to page 20
1: Chad I'm going to be honest and say that I don't really remember which choice we made the first time but I feel like my gut instinct tells me that we did not give up the chase
0: yeah I don't
1: hold on I think what I imagine Cherik would have done is that we would have kept on going, not letting you know a man with a gun behind us freak us out too much, because you know we're ballsy like that.
0: Yeah, no, we definitely, you know, we accelerated and continued the last time. We did,
1: mm-hmm. we did. All right.
0: Sorry, I'm just I'm looking ahead because the whole purpose of this book is like.
1: To not make Like
0: the (laughs) very first, like the whole thing that we said, like going into it was like the very first choice we make, we were going to take the other one because it would be a completely different story. It would lead us elsewhere. And so this one I feel like was kind of pre-decided because we didn't want to take the same choice that we started with the last
1: time. Well, I'm glad that you did the research. My gut instinct was correct, but I'm still glad to know that it was for sure like we, so what we need to do this time is get off the road. What yes, was, we're
0: yeah, going to yeah. give up the chase give it and up. escape.
1: Got to give it up. And give it up.
0: Yep, and we're going to turn to page 17.
1: Well, what an easy debate that was, folks. <laughs> we'll catch you on the next... Uh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So th- it's going to get a lot more interesting because after this, yeah.
0: we have read none, none of this. Who
1: knows? Who knows what will happen next? Right. Well,
0: folks... Let me tell you, like in my head, like there was this one choice that from the first time we did this that I definitely wanted to go back to and I thought this choice was gonna take us there. It did not. But it hasn't. It hasn't thus far. Like there was this one choice that we both remember that we were like, go back to Uncle Morgan's house and search for clues.
1: Or stay on the or trail, or like stay or on something. the path and like yeah. chase
0: the bad guys,
1: or like get in the bad guy's car or something. Cause something got in I don't and... remember, but yeah. So we, so we both started this adventure intending to stay at the house and search for clues because yes, that's what we remembered the book. Yes. Because we want the to the be book. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> but this book has subverted our expectations again. And now I really thought this first
0: choice that we made was going to be an ending, and then I was just going to be very upset.
1: Yeah, actually, no. well, I mean, it was definitely sounding like an ending, uh, but we'll catch up real quick here. Okay. So, we're giving chase, right? We're trying to get off and out of these people's way, and just as we turn onto a narrow dirt path, we feel like a burning sensation in our arm... And our jacket sleeve was ripped and they frickin' nicked us with one of their bullets. Pew, like we've been shot. Pew, pew. And uh so our adrenaline's pumping. <laughs> 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 pew, okay, alright. I love it. <laughs> Anyway, nobody knows. What's our adrenaline's on. pumping. <laughs> we got it shot. It's pumping so hard, you don't even understand how much and how quickly the adrenaline is shooting through our body. Uh, wow, well, you yeah, you derailed me with that one. Uh, <laughs> so we're going 85 miles an hour down this road. And uh, the car with Uncle Morgan in it has disappeared around the curve. Uh, we lean into the curve and, you know, the gunfire is still happening. Our brake light, you know, gets shot out. And we're like, man, we got to lose these guys or else we're going to die. Uh, and the road up ahead of us divides. It takes, you know, like the right fork goes along the bay that leads to the town. And the left fork, you know, is, it leads to country roads with a lot of turnoffs. So that's the one we take. We take the left way into the country, and the jaguar behind us follows us. Uh, And they're getting really close, and we see a dirt road off to the left, so we take a quick, sharp left, and we kind of slide the bike over around the corner, and we fishtail to a stop, but they're right. They're, like, literally on top of us, and we thought that they were so much farther behind. Uh, So, you know, we pump the Kawasaki, and we shoot off back down the road. And uh, we take another turn... And the trees are flying by and it's like a tunnel of trees and, and it's madness and the wedges of blackness followed by windows of light through the forest as we're passing all these trees. And, uh, you know, sure enough, in front of us there is the skunk. And we're, of course, thoughtful enough to swerve out of the way and miss the skunk. Um, but our hand scrapes a tree, throwing us off balance, of of course. And uh, the bike slips sideways and falls And we somersault between some trees and do a soft patch of grass. I mean, how much more lucky could we get? You know, like, we saved the skunk's life. At least we didn't die. Yep. Uh, We found the soft patch of grass. Inevitably, the jaguar is still on our tail. Their headlights shine on us. And uh, we get up out of the soft patch of grass and we run back onto our Kawasaki (laughs) and get back on it again. With the smell of skunk in the air now, our eyes are watering. We're zipping through the forest. We
0: have a gunshot in our arm. Yeah, it's still
1: stinging. And we fly past a road sign, which we didn't read. But uh, in a few moments, we realize what it must have said, which was, of course, dead end. Um, And
0: this is the part where I'm like, is this an ending? Like, are they just going to catch us at the dead end of the road?
1: So, yeah, there's a bunch of boulders that are, like, marking the end of the road. And we slow down and we stop. And our motorcycle's idling because we don't have anywhere to go. The car approaches and comes to a stop, and we hear a car door open, and we wonder, we wonder, should we wait and see what they want, or should we try to run away quickly? So, that's our choices. Mm -hmm. If we stay and find out what they want, turn to page 21... If we quickly ride away, turn to page 32.
0: Should we stay or should we go no
1: It's really amazing like how many choices really come down to that. You know, like I feel like we should just have a button and then that would just play that song whenever we you know, find yeah. it relevant. So here's
0: my question.
1: Here's your question.
0: While we're reading this book, are we reading it with the knowledge that we gained from the last time we read this book?
1: I think or
0: are we reading it as if none of that happened and we're not going to leverage meta
1: knowledge I think since we've already acknowledged in our uh, in our opening statements of this podcast kind of the outcomes of the other time we read this book it would be a moot point to try and ignore that
0: okay so I think the last time we read this the car that was in front of us was a Maybach and was it what? Is it Maybach?
1: What's a mybach
0: Isn't it's a car? It's a kind of car. Maserati.
1: Oh, okay, I was like, it sounds a like a weird a kind of creature. Of beer.
0: <laughs> it was a Maserati. <laughs> it was a Maserati, and the people in the Maserati with Uncle Morgan were the good guys. Claimed
1: to be the good guys
0: and we're like on our side and the right. people in the Jaguar who were chasing us were the bad guys
1: well and okay here's what's going through my head they are shooting they, like, they have been shooting at us they have injured us why are we now going to stop and give them a the chance to like really shoot us true like that I, I'm having a hard time finding a reason to want to stay and say hello
0: but also, there's not any really, like, good roads, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, we would for sure have to shoot past them again. Well, shoot was a bad choice of words. Um, we would Run, have to, you drive, know, yeah, zoom past zoom. them, at inevitably getting closer. But, you know, it's harder to hit a moving target, so they say.
0: But what... <clears throat> I mean, I kind of want to... So, the choice was stay and talk to them and see what they want? Yeah. Or try to run away.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm curious as to why they're chasing. But I just, I don't, I'm a little worried about what's going to happen.
0: Could it be, like, Hank and Maxine? Like, is there any part of this that it's, like, the servants who think that we were the bad guy chasing after Uncle Morgan and they're trying to stop us?
1: Well, that would be silly and funny and something that RA would have up his sleeve. I hadn't thought of that. There's, I mean, I think that's definitely an option. That's a possibility.
0: Probably one of these leads to our ultimate demise.
1: There's a good chance.
0: I can think of like a 50 50 chance.
1: I'm thinking, yeah, like that's probably <laughs> about good odds there.
0: I kind of want to stay. I kind of feel like if we run away, here's what I would like to do is run away and go back to the house, but I don't know if that's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I would hope that it wouldn't just be like a couple more pages of us going on a chase. Because we've been doing that. But, I mean, these people are adamant to, like, follow us. Like, they followed us over Uncle Morgan. True. True.
0: So maybe it is, like, why would, I mean, why would Hank shoot us?
1: Maybe that we have a helmet on. Well, they would know that it is our Kawasaki, though. They would
0: know they, that. Yeah, they would, they know. would know it was us. Yeah, yeah,
1: they would definitely know.
0: Like, they would recognize it. It was
1: Uncle Morgan's birthday present to us. Yeah. Yeah, they would, de- I mean, <laughs> Hank probably, like, cleans it for us.
0: Okay. Ah, <sighs> oh, dang, ugh. Oh.
1: I mean, I I'm know. I'm curious to stay. I'm, all, I, I'm
0: I I kind of that's what I that's where I'm leaning. <clears> <throat> mm-hmm. It probably isn't the smart choice, and
1: oh yeah, I don't think Kelly, it's the wisest.
0: Kelly's probably out there listening to this, going, "Why are you guys yeah, doing she's this?" she's pulling
1: her hair out. But she's gonna be bald the next time we see her because yeah, of us.
0: I know. Sorry, Kels.
1: Sorry, we love you.
0: Um, but I kind of want to stay and see what they want.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, frick, they shot us, I mean, man. maybe
0: they just want to kill us, but
1: we'll I just don't think, enough. I just
0: don't think that that's, I just don't feel like that's what's going to happen.
1: I mean, if they had just wanted to kill us, they could have just like run us over.
0: Yeah. Or been a better shot when they tried to shoot us in the arm.
1: They're stormtroopers! pew! Pew! <laughs> Uh, uh, If we make any more pew pew jokes, we're gonna have to explain it. But uh, so we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna stay, we're gonna stay. Um, We don't care what you guys think. Nope. We're gonna stay. Yep. And we're gonna find out what they want. And if it's to kill us, then we're gonna find out real quick. Sounds great. (laughs) Hopefully,
0: see you on the flip
1: side. Well, I am. I feel very in over my head right now. I'm a, I'm
0: I'm excited. I'm, I'm really glad we're I'm reading this book terribly
1: again. intrigued.
0: Um, I don't even know. Like,
1: yeah, where do we start? Um, so there is this mustached man who steps out of the car. Yeah. And he says, I have a gun. I could kill you. There's no use to fight me. And we said, what do you want? What do you want with us, man? You took our uncle. Or what's going on with our uncle? Or something. Yeah, yeah. What's what's all this crap going on? And he's like, get in the car. Right. He's like,
0: I'll take you to your uncle. Yeah,
1: I'll take you to your uncle. So we're like, okay.
0: So he opens up the back door. We start to get in. And then we feel a...
1: Sure enough, he whacks us on the back of the head. Yeah,
0: pistol whips us yeah. back in the head, and we and get we're, knocked yeah. unconscious. We're, we're
1: out. We're out cold.
0: And then we come to, like, in a storage room with no windows. Yeah. And it's filled with, like, paintbrushes and easels and paper and paints, and it's just, like, filled with all this, like, artist stuff.
1: My first guest there was, like, um, oh, shoot. All oh, I can think of now is counterfeiters, but that's not the right word um oh um, forgers forgers yes i thought we were gonna like uncover some artist forgering or something
0: yeah and so there's like metal masks hung on the wall and there's a suit of armor in one corner who's missing an arm um and and we're in there and and we hear voices outside and we can't really make them out we kind of go up to the door and like strain to listen and we feel like one of them sounds a little like Uncle Morgan, but we like can't be for sure. Mm. And so the door, the lock on the door, is like an old-fashioned like keyhole lock. Mm-hmm. So we're like, bend down to look through the keyhole lock to see what we can see. But we can't see anything. Our view is blocked. And we realize the key is in the door. They've left it in the door. Which, well, I mean, come on, you guys. Who does that? Who does
1: that? Noobs.
0: So, we, being ever so crafty, grab a piece of the paper and slide it under the door, and then we use a very thin-handled brush to start poking the key out of the door.
1: Okay, you probably haven't seen this movie, but have you seen a movie called How to Steal a Million? No. It's a classic 60s rom-com with Audrey Hepburn and Peter O'Toole. Uh Uh-huh. Fabulous, but this entire scene reminded me of it, and it's got the cheekiest music that plays during it. (laughs) And it's like... <laughs> okay, so, so keep, keep that
0: going and I'm going to talk yeah. about oh,
1: it. oh, it's great.
0: Okay, so we're like taking the, the wooden, you know, handle and we're like poking it through the door, poking the key. Like several tense minutes later, the key falls on the floor and we just like hope that it hasn't bounced off the paper. And we pull the paper back slowly, and sure enough, the key is there! Oh! We did it,
1: because we're we cheeky. We did it. Couldn't have done it without that music, We though. could not
0: have done it without the music. <laughs> and so after, so we have the key, and, and before we open the door, we look through the lock to see what we can see, and we see a bunch of boxes um, labeled with the words Wax Museum labeled on them. And we open the door, and we realize that we're in the Wax Museum in downtown, like Whoa. part of town. Okay. Um, and, and we see two loading bay doors that are open and a few people are sitting around like they're waiting for something. And then we hear a sound up in the sky and, and lights go on outside up, you know, behind like the open bay doors and there's a truck parked next to one, one of them and a helicopter descends. What? Yep. Uh huh. And the group of people that was standing around waiting rush out to the helicopter, and they start grabbing boxes off the helicopter. And then the pilot of the helicopter climbs out, and he goes inside and passes so close to us, like we could just reach out and touch him, you know? But we don't. But we don't. Surprisingly. And um, <laughs> and he goes into the office, and while the office doors open, you know, we see a group of people in there, and we think, oh man, could Uncle Morgan be in there? Hmm. And so... Just then, we see the th- men return carrying three ornate Egyptian sarcophagi. And they're loading them into the truck. And we have a scary thought. Like, what if they put Uncle Morgan into one of the Egyptian sarcophagi?
1: Mm, that is morbid indeed. So that's our,
0: ch- our choice is if we hop on the truck. And they're—I mean they're getting ready to take off. Right, so it's a split-second decision. You know, if we hop on the truck to look inside of the ancient coffins, turn to page 46. Or if we investigate the office of the Mount Wax Museum, where the pilot dude went, um, we turn to page 49.
1: Okay. So, the helicopter came down. Yes. Did, did it have the sarcophagus? Yes. And so then they loaded the sarcophagus from the helicopter onto the truck.
0: They, load, they took it from the helicopter <clears> into, a into, room, the, okay. into a room out
1: of our view. Okay. And then they and took then them back. And they brought back that back. And out of the boxes. Out of the boxes. And onto the truck. And onto the truck. There is something going on. This is what I've decided. Great.
0: Ooh, very astute assumption.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is really shifty stuff, man. First of all, this dude lied. He said he'd take us to Uncle Morgan. We haven't seen him yet. And they locked us in a room. True. And that was rude of that mustached man.
0: You shouldn't lie.
1: Right. We should have just ran when we had the chance.
0: Maybe. But, maybe. since we didn't. But we're hot on the trail of something now. Ah.
1: Uh, I feel like the odds of Uncle Morgan being in one of the Egyptian sarcophagi is very slim. Okay.
0: But what do you think is actually in there? Because I don't think it's mummies.
1: What if it's wax mummies?
0: What if it's drugs?
1: What if it's cocaine? Yeah. It could be. It could be. But then that could just lead us to getting caught by the DEA again.
0: Or maybe we tip the DEA on these other dudes.
1: Okay. Okay. Yes. It could be drugs. It could also be cantaloupes.
0: Yes, there is an equal chance it could be cocaine or cantaloupes.
1: Yes, so we should just take all of these different options into, you know, into our thought process to really decide. Because I think, you know, we kind of know what we're going to see if we go into this office. People and the dude, Yeah,
0: and they're going to be talking about their nefarious plan.
1: So maybe it would behoove us to go, like, drop some eaves.
0: Also, we'd probably get caught, I feel like.
1: Well, that's... Yeah, we're not known for being the sneakiest person around. I don't know. I just feel like if we get on this truck, we're gonna go somewhere else. You know, like... We're we're just gonna be on a truck with sarcophagi? I don't know. I don't know either. This is a really difficult one.
0: Um... I'm going to be noisy on the microphone and open up a Dove Chocolate while we're talking.
1: Okay. Just to see if it has it, any inspiration. Any inspirations. Do you know what mine said? <coughs> no. Mine said, celebrate your best anniversary."
0: Aww.
1: Isn't that really great? Yeah. I thought it was pretty appropriate. I don't think that this is really our friendiversary, but it does. No. Yeah, it feels, a, feel feels appropriate tonight. Like yeah. Recording this last episode of our, of our first year of Cherik. Yeah. So... Actually it was probably pretty close to this time that we recorded our first podcast. this year.
0: Yeah.
1: How about that, folks? Okay,
0: this one's not helpful either either. It says walk to the beat of your own tuba.
1: Okay. Well, we don't have a tuba but we do have a beat to walk to and we should maybe just figure out what our own beat is. <laughs> okay, my my second one just hit it says hit snooze five times
0: unhelpful dove
1: yeah we're already procrastinating enough right, on this master, one
0: <laughs> master dove interpreter in time
1: I'm hit a master procrastinator
0: celebrate your best friend you walk to the beat of your own tuba snooze tuba friends
1: friends tuba it's, it's our friends tuba who is playing his tuba but we want to hit snooze but we can't because he's playing his tuba so where would we go? We would get on the truck. Yep.
0: <laughs> to get away from our friend who's playing his tuba. So yes. we could get some freaking sleep.
1: And also to investigate the sarcophagi. <laughs> which is now not our main priority. Which is to get away from my friendly tuba player. Who won't stop. But, you know, since we're there. <laughs> I, I I think that's as good a reason as any. I mean, I think that our, our deduction process is pretty solid.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to get on this truck.
1: Okay. Well, I wasn't convinced See before, but now I am. Dove has led me uh, to getting on this truck. So, here we go, yeah. folks.
0: All right, here it is. Well. We have a real chance to be super idiots here, and I'm
1: not going to let us do it. You don't. You don't want to do it? No. I feel like we were already super idiots. So, oh my god, we uh, we ran and leapt onto the truck as it was pulling away yeah. from you know the space in the museum. And uh, some somebody shouts, "Hey, kid!" Hey, kid! But it's too late. We're on the road. Uh, we're in the back of the moving truck with the coffins, and, uh, so we open up our pocket knife, and we're about to open up one of these coffin lids, mm-hmm. um, but the truck stops, and we hide behind one of the boxes in there, and the back doors slam, and the metal slides on rollers, and, uh, the driver has just closed the back of the truck, which is now completely dark, and, uh, and now we're trapped. So now we're trapped in the back of this truck, Chad. <sighs> It's and, like our... uh, you know what we don't do? We don't look in any of the coffins. <laughs> and it's just now like, occurring to like, me that we might not a... be doing that because it's pitch black.
0: Like we couldn't see what's inside anyway? Yeah. But...
1: Like, we then we have to, like, stick our hands in there, and that's terrifying.
0: I mean, your eyes would adjust to the darkness. Theoretically. Finch, yeah.
1: I don't know. But anyway, yeah, we, like, go sit in a corner, and we're like, well, we're just gonna have to wait. And, uh, so we wait. And then eventually the truck stops. Apparently we can hear from the outside that he stopped for gas. Um, we think maybe we can pound on the door and get like the gas station attendant to hear us, but that seems a little far-fetched.
0: I mean, it just seems like the guy pumping the gas would hear us first. Right. I'm guessing.
1: Unless it is the, the attendant. Maybe that's that's the point. Like it's the gas station Like other attendant. people
0: are pumping our gas?
1: That, that used to be a thing. I know. It still is a thing, actually.
0: Yeah, some, Yeah. I, I could definitely find a place that would do that.
1: Oregon. Just go to Oregon.
0: I'm pretty sure there's a place like just down the street where you can do that. It just what? costs a little bit extra per gallon.
1: Oh, well, that's absurd. I can't pump my own gas. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be offended, and then now I'm cheap. Um, but, okay, but before we even like, think too much about hitting the side of this truck, the sound of a coffin lid lifting up uh, is, is heard. We, we hear it. We hear that. And a crack of light. A crack of light appears from inside one of the coffins. So the nice inside of the coffins are illuminated, but us in the freaking truck, it's pitch black. Yeah. So if we pound on the door for help, we turn to page 55. Uh-huh. If we find out who or what is in the coffin, we turn to page 60.
0: Okay. I definitely don't want to pound on this door for help.
1: So that leaves us with one option.
0: <laughs> like, and also, like, I don't feel like Cherick is that much of a coward. No,
1: yeah, I don't think so either. Like, obviously, I don't think there's, there's anything too menacing inside this coffin. I'm just I'm more curious if sure it's sense like to, a like, dude what? who
0: was given yeah. a flashlight. Like, you know what, what I mean? What like, they is were gonna going on? bury him or something.
1: Or, what if it's drugs?
0: And that it's like luminescent drugs?
1: Yeah, it's like the next drug. Like the, the what big What if it's one.
0: like a, a, a portal to another universe?
1: <sighs> okay. <laughs> now it's getting good.
0: What if it's like the Stargate?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if this journey took us from our uncle's house on our motorcycle into the back of some dude's car into a museum, into a truck, and then to a different galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> How crazy would that be?
0: I'm, it's not out of the realm of possibilities for this book.
1: Maybe it's a time travel device.
0: <laughs> we don't know. Last time we were in the back of a truck, there was a book that came from the future. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was frustrating. Well, I think we should look inside of this coffin. Yeah, no, I would definitely, I mean, I'm
0: definitely not going to let us pound on the back of this truck.
1: It seems sooner or later this thing's going to open anyway. Like We're right. going gonna to find out what it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's look at. Let's read it.
1: All right, we're going to page sixty, everybody. Woo! Uh, oh my. Well,
0: a <laughs> couple twists here, really. Some stuff came right out of left field.
1: You know, I really did not give any credence to the idea that Uncle Morgan was actually going to be in this sarcophagus.
0: No. Yeah. No, he actually was.
1: <clears throat> he really was. Yeah. He 100% was in one of the coffins. <laughs> and that was I'm just in a, I'm shocked. I'm I'm quite shocked.
0: So, you know, the coffin opens, a body sits up. It's Uncle Morgan, surprise surprise.
1: Yeah, I think like classic Dracula because he's got his flashlight and you can yeah. barely see anything, but like, then he like we were super scared. Up and he says, "I want to suck your blood." Just kidding. He didn't and say then
0: that. uh
1: actually he said, "What are you doing here?"
0: And uh, yeah, and so we ask about the blood in the study and uh
1: <laughs> and guess what guys? It was Hank in the study with the dagger all along.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hank the handyman. It's <laughs> apparently a jewel thief.
1: Yeah, that like we've been reading about in the newspaper. And,
0: yeah, we've been reading about in the newspaper. Uncle Morgan opens down one of the other opens up one of the other sarcophagus. I like and it's, opens
1: down better. <laughs>
0: thanks. So he opens down <laughs> a, one of the sarcophagi, yeah. Like, because he slides the lid down. Yeah, you know? he, he, he opens he it right down. It down. He opens yeah. it down. And it's filled to the brim with
1: dual jewels. Like diamonds, rubies, Just like the most emeralds. bedazzly, oh my gosh, just like mouth-watering jewels.
0: And um, he says that Hank killed somebody in his study this afternoon that was trying to double-cross him. And then the truck stops and the door opens and it's Maxine.
1: Oof, thanks the cook, goodness.
0: yeah. Uh, housekeeper. And she's like, We're here. And then some guys load the coffins onto a plane. And um, Uncle Morgan was like, Hey, uh, let's roll. You know what I mean? She's so like, Hey, everybody, you know, let's, we're going to go get on this plane. Um, and he's like, It's going to be a beautiful day. And we're like, What are we going to do now, Uncle Morgan? He's like, I think it's time for a trip. About time for us to take a new adventure. And and it's good you know, definitely good to see Uncle Morgan again, but you know, something doesn't feel quite right.
1: Yeah, so then we all get on the airplane together yeah. and and we fly up to like, you know, forty thousand feet or whatever, and we're going over the ocean, and just when we think that we can trust Uncle Morgan again, he actually drugs us and then chucks us out of the airplane to our imminent demise. Uh no. Cause he was the jewel thief all along?
0: That wasn't in the book though. Oh. I mean, probably.
1: Well, you know, but it, just, we, it we left it so to, open-ended that... We begin that to
0: wonder if, if Hank really was yeah, the jewel thief. See, we begin and,
1: to wonder. And that's
0: the end. That was the end. There's no more well, after the, that. Well,
1: in my mind, that's what happened after that. Because everybody got played by Uncle Morgan, who is crafty enough to hide himself in his own sarcophagus to make it look like it's not his sarcophagus, than to put them on an airplane. Like, why is he putting these on an airplane? Where are they going? What's it gonna do I with that? I don't them? know. I don't Shouldn't know. Shouldn't we like go to the police or something? And let's not forget, when we read the book the first time, the DEA was all over our <laughs> uncle, and he was not up to any good things. So, <laughs> well, so I'm true. thinking I'm thinking he's trying to frame like Hank. Like it
0: wasn't really Jugs, it was jewels. Yeah. All along. All along. And he's trying to frame Hank for this.
1: That's just Potentially. something Oh wait, He
0: did say like the people in the office was the gang of jewel thieves.
1: Yeah. Well, of course he said that if we would have investigated the office ourselves, I bet we went, we might've found something quite different. Well,
0: now we have that chance.
1: True. However, I think like we didn't, we didn't like, we didn't have to go back at all. We pretty much like crushed the second round of this book. We didn't have one ending until we got to like the end.
0: That's usually how it works.
1: That's sometimes how it works. Like,
0: like we usually never have an ending until we get to an ending. Oh,
1: shut up! That's not. You meant what I stood. We didn't have to go back. We didn't use any respawns.
0: Which we never do until we get to the first ending. Oh
1: my god. But this, I, 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 I get know, it. Like we this were seems like a right. Like this was a the pretty good that ending. We made. Yeah. We found our uncle. We found our uncle. We've apparently uncovered the Stolen jewels. a bunch of jewels. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're going on more adventures since we have lots of things to pay for them with.
0: So, I mean, we could certainly stop if that's what you wanted to do.
1: But you don't want to do that. Where would you go back?
0: Well, I mean, we could go see what's up in the office. Yeah, we could. You know what I mean?
1: That would be interesting. Then we would know for sure if Uncle Morgan is telling the truth or not.
0: We did kind of make that choice on a whim through some creative dub chocolate interpretations.
1: True. Maybe we interpreted incorrectly.
0: We could run away from the dudes in the car and not get kidnapped.
1: I feel like we would die in that one. I don't have a good okay, feeling about that you don't that have choice. a good feeling about running away. I, if we were going to do another ending or another option here, I would be most interested in going and checking out the office.
0: I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to do. Okay. Because what if, what if Hank really wasn't the bad guy?
1: Yeah. What if it was Uncle Morgan? on love him. Or what if Hank is the bad guy, but we're able to actually like bring him down?
0: Yeah. Maybe. Okay. And Uncle Morgan at the same time.
1: At the same time.
0: Just taking down our entire family. Two then junkies Then we'll inherit with that giant house. Just ex, us and Maxine.
1: I like that giant house. And Maxine's pretty cool. Okay, do you remember where that was?
0: No, nope, but we'll find it.
1: Okay. Well, hey, we're going back. Don't think this is over yet, cause it's not, cause it's still going, cause we're going we're, back. We're it's gonna not go over. see
0: what was in those, in the office.
1: Yeah, we know you're curious too.
0: Yeah, we were, and that was probably the right choice all along.
1: The office. Yeah. Mm, I
0: don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe. We could pound on the door for help.
1: That, it's true. I guess Maxine would probably just open it up and be like, what the F are you doing, man? Stop pounding on my door. All right. Well, we'll be, we'll back, be back when uh, Chad find finds this page. This page.
0: Well, uh, well, well.
1: You know, maybe we just should have stayed in the truck. Uh, maybe. <laughs>
0: Maybe we should just call it because this got real weird. It got really intense <coughs> though. So we try to find a way to like spy on what's happening in the office, thinking there's no way Uncle Morgan could be on the back of that truck.
1: No, there's of course not. That's what I thought.
0: Um, so we're we we get into the exhibit hall of the wax museum, which is like full of like medieval knight statues. Like little
1: alcoves with different suits of armor in them.
0: All holding real weapons. Yeah. Very important, I feel like that they're ominously. Real. And so, um moonlight shines through the hall and when we adjust and try to explore, we we feel some like knobs like on the side of the wall and we start to turn them. And one of them makes the lights go up just a little bit, and one of them makes a sky Scene with the crescent moon and dark clouds appear on the ceiling. And another one um, makes fog come from
1: vents near the floor. Okay, okay, okay. We need to stop touching the knobs. Well, we've touched them all. Man! Well, we've really set the mood. It's foggy. It's a starry night. It's it's eerily. eerily, Yeah, it's just eerily lit. So we
0: continue making our way through the exhibit hall. And then we look back behind us and we think that suit of armor just moved. I
1: swear to God, that suit of armor just moved.
0: And we're like, nah, it can't be. Wax oh Museum, right? And so we keep walking, but then we hear a metallic sound like rusty hinges from behind us. Ah! And and we, out of the corner of our eye, a display case catches our attention. And it's filled with all sorts of ancient weaponry. And then we hear the sound again. <laughs> And look, and we spit around, and one of the suits of armor definitely has moved. Like, for sure. And we rust the display case. We rip our shoe off. We smash the glass. An alarm starts going off, and a Celtic leaf-bladed sword gleam, gleams in the shadowy light of the moon and fog, and we grab it, and we, we spit around while the loud siren goes off. And grasping the sword, we are ready for attention, and we see the figure disappear into a black passageway.
1: Like a like a secret passageway?
0: I don't know. Maybe just one we didn't notice, but it's definitely super dark.
1: Super dark and scary. Okay.
0: And and so the alarm's going off and we know like people are gonna be in here soon. And suddenly like the siren stops, like bright lights come on in the exhibit hall. Someone yells, Stop thief And then and they're talking about us.
1: Yeah, we got that sword.
0: And uh or, like, we're like, okay, okay, options, 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 right? Like, we could stay here, explain what happened, um, you we know, don't really have a we good don't really have any good answers for it, and we don't really have any answers for why we're here, and why we broke this case, and why we have a sword. Or, or, B, uh, we could follow that shadowy figure down that black hallway. Hmm. So, that's our choice. If we stay and try to explain, turn to page 73... If we duck down the passageway, turn to page 77.
1: Okay, I'm thinking a worst case scenario, if we stay and try to explain things, if they don't take it very well, we could just kill them. With a sword? With a sword. And then we're a murderer? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying that that's an option.
0: That's an option. They could be like armed jewel thieves.
1: Like with guns. With guns. That's what you're saying, like we would yeah. have brought the sword to the gunfight.
0: Yeah, we would have brought a sword to a
1: gunfight. Yeah, okay. That's not good. So maybe we should just go down this dark, scary passageway.
0: I have a feeling that that's what we should do.
1: Here's what I'm wondering. Do you think it's possible in this earlier reality that Uncle Morgan was on the truck? Could he also be the man in the suit of armor? What if it's Hank? But Hank is the leader of the Jewel Thieves. Allegedly. Oh, and he's trying to escape because he knows they're trying to frame him. Yeah. That's exciting. We should follow him.
0: I think well, if it is Hank.
1: True, I got really wrapped <laughs> up in the moment. But I still think that maybe, you know, <coughs> I feel we feel like we I should feel, follow him. Yeah, this I think dude. we're both kind of probably on the same track Yeah. Of like, let's I, not I try to explain like... what's happening.
0: Yeah. I just feel like... If we stop, we're done. Yeah. If we stop, we're done. We got to keep moving forward. The only way... What's it from Lee Wonka? You have to go forward to go back.
1: Yes. Yeah. The only way out is to keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the Rock Rachmaninoff. And then... Yes, got with it. The Candy room. So we're
0: going to turn to page 77. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. are we?
0: Yeah, and we're going to and we're going to keep
1: reading. And enter a world of pure imagination. <laughs> Come <laughs> with, with me and, and you'll be in a, a world, world of pure imagination. imagination. I love it! This is so much better than the other one. Man, we really did. We oh, really did. It we did it. better. Oh my gosh. This was just so full of surprises. Oh, Wowzers. Okay, well, let's catch up on this finale here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so we've gotta to get to the bottom of this mystery, right? Yeah. So in an instant we enter the blackness of the passageway. And we move quickly. Um, and then, pretty quickly, we come aware of, like, some people talking nearby. And we cautiously move down to the door at the end of the corridor, which is marked the Egyptian room. And then we peek inside. And there are a lot of mummy cases. Yeah, and, no, no, no. Um, giant sphinx. And an Egyptian sarcophagi, just like the ones loaded onto the truck. And indeed, a giant model of the sphinx. Three times as tall as a grown man. And, uh... It's filled with weaponry and masks and mystic artifacts of ancient Egypt. And the voice, we think, are coming from behind the Sphinx. Yep. Now, as we move into the room, we recognize one of their voices. It's Mr. Crick, the museum curator. Oh, he
0: knows us.
1: For sure. And how do we know him? Well, let me tell you, Chad.
0: He's been to our uncle's house several times. You know! I do know.
1: (laughs) Yes! He's been to our uncle's house several times. And, uh... Yeah, to discuss purchasing the uncle's collections and weapons and things, you know, sure. obviously. Yeah. yeah, so, um, we don't hesitate. We say, hey, You're Mr. Like, Crick. Hey, Mr. Crick. Uh, and then he... It's us, Jarek. He, good to see ya. We're just a little lost, and we're carrying a sword, sorry. Um, yeah, so him and two other men lean around the Sphinx, and, uh, we've definitely startled them. Uh, Mr. Crick, uh, in particular, is very surprised. And, um... One of the men like pulls something from the inside of his jacket and holds it loose at his side. I'm guessing it's a gun. And uh, the third man, the third man turns. Uh, and who is he? Uncle Hank.
0: Morgan. <clears throat> uh,
1: and who is he? Hank. Hank. Perfect. <laughs> Our Uncle Morgan's handyman. You know, yeah. you, you, were, handyman. you were close. Yeah. Like we said, it was Hank, the handyman in the study the with a dagger. Time. And uh, looking mean. at the sword in our hand, Hank is like, It was you who set off the alarm?
0: We're like, Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was an accident. Ah, but, was and before deal. we can finish, Hank grabs us. <gasps> and he says, Enough. Crick, tell the guards to call off their search. We've found our intruder. And um, then he tells them to yeah. tie us up.
0: And then he starts monologuing.
1: Yeah, and we're like, what are you doing? We don't understand. And he says, no, you don't understand. I'm
0: going to explain my evil plan.
1: Yeah, and uh, he's like, you've read the papers lately about the international jewel thief. And we're still flabbergasted, apparently. We're like, you? And And Hank was like, your uncle caught on too. Unfortunately for him, he should not have been so clever. And then, you know, he does monologue about Crick and him having the sweetest operation and and how how he steals jewels and then he ships them and Crick ships them everywhere using sarcophagi and blardy blardy blar. And then we are like, oh, the jewels are on the truck. And he's like, you're very quick. And um, yeah, so then, then what happens? Oh, well, then then, then Hank, then Hank says, take the intruder away. But suddenly, a spiked flail whistles through the air, catching the arm of the man with the gun. You look up startled, and who was it in that suit of armor? Chad. Uncle Morgan. Hank. No. Oh, Uncle Morgan! Uncle Morgan! <laughs> it was Uncle Morgan, indeed. He's everywhere. The man is freaking everywhere. I love him. And he smiles as he lifts the visor of his helmet. There are all several men with him, and they're all holding weapons, and they've got the Mr. Crick and Hank surrounded. And uh, we feel a renewed love for our Uncle Morgan as we rush into his arms because he's just saved us from a terrible fate. And that's the end, folks.
0: I love it. I'm done. Was, yeah, like, no I mean, need. that was no pretty need fantastic. to do this again. Yeah, because no, that was it. That, that ending was a maze
1: balls. I mean, from hiding in a sarcophagus to hiding in a suit of armor, like, I'm just, I'm really impressed with, with Uncle Morgan's, like, craftiness.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? We just keep getting caught.
1: Yeah, no, we, yeah, we're not crafty at all. We smash things and set off alarms and yeah. and alarm people.
0: I'm glad we read this one again. I feel better about it.
1: I, re- you know what? Yeah, this is a much, much more satisfying ending because the other ones we literally did not. Know anything of what happened no. and why?
0: No, we didn't.
1: Yeah, there really wasn't any anything to to let us know what was going on. So now you know we Hank, have all the details. We got all the details. And thieves. we took down Hank. Yeah, we did. The international jewel smuggler. And Mister Crick, I mean, I'm really upset that he was involved with that. He seemed like a pretty he decent seemed like guy. a decent dude. But yeah. Ah oh, well, just goes to show that even the even the losers get lucky sometimes. Oh, sorry. That was a Tom Petty song. I, yeah. I, I strike that, reverse it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Even the winners get unlucky sometimes. That's right. Yeah.
1: Even the, the rich snobs who think they can cheat the system and be thieves get caught. That's what Yeah. You. Well, you, you, got you guys it. got it. Yeah. You know um, what we're talking about.
0: So this is our, our last pod of 2017?
1: Yeah. This is the last for like season one do we call it a season
0: i don't yeah maybe i think the jury's still out if we're calling it a season okay or if well we're just gonna keep
1: going but uh, well i mean we're you know we're definitely gonna keep going but it's yeah. you know it's a momentous occasion yeah like it's been a good year You're of episodes man year,
0: like we've done uh 25 episodes yeah counting indie um that's a lot that's a lot and, and it's been a hell of a ride. It surely has. And um, we're so thankful for everybody who Seriously, yeah. Thanks listens for sticking to with us like every other week. <laughs> ramble on about these ramble on. crazy, ridiculous, yeah. amazing books. Yeah, and
1: they really are amazing and ridiculous. And this one is a great example of that. That was so much fun.
0: So um, much fun.
1: And Uncle Morgan just kept showing up just kept popping up so
0: uh keep on keeping on
1: for sure yeah and you, you know, know what we're gonna be back soon we're enough we're gonna
0: take a little break over yeah. the holidays little
1: break and we will return january 14th 3000 3,
0: 3, yeah 3000
1: yeah january, january fourteenth, 3000 3, yeah. so you'll so be able to catch us then just make sure wait, to tune in
0: wait till then yeah
1: it's gonna be good you're, um, you're really gonna look You're really gonna I mean, love you, it. I mean, we're
0: we're gonna take this to a whole nother level.
1: Whole new level, Cherrick 2.0.
0: Cherick 2.0.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, if you want to know what that might look like, I'd keep an eye on our Facebook page. Around the holidays, and that's all I'm gonna say.
1: Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Happy holidays for, for checklisters
1: listeners. Listen listeners. Yes. <laughs> I can yes. speak words too.
0: Happy holidays <laughs> to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that
1: one <laughs> Something a little bit like a bit of that, you know,
0: um
1: uh yeah, but thanks um, listening,
0: thanks to the people who help us do this seriously, and, help and us, who like, have been very pod.
1: supportive of all of this nonsense that we've been really enjoying, and uh yes, thank you to duber creative, of yeah. course, for and the blackbird our, uh, review, yep, 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 yep for they're the song the, and, the, and, the, and the and the logo and all that good stuff that we really need. As a as a growing podcast, right. you know, yes. Um,
0: so, yeah, tune yeah. back.
1: Do we any anything else that we have to say before? Like we're...
0: wise partying words? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't... Don't eat yellow snow?
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. I was going to say don't do drugs, but...
0: Ooh, yeah, make good choices. Yeah. That's what my friend Kim always tells her students when they leave for the day. Nice. Like, make good choices. he Ooh. Which is appropriate for our podcast.
1: Ooh, it is actually, yeah. I was gonna say, don't be a Hank, you know.
0: Don't be a Hank. Yeah. And make good choices.
1: Make good choices.
0: I think let's let's leave it there.
1: I like it. It's to the point. It's a good things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All, All right. right. Well, well, as, well said, as always, said and done.
0: I've been Chad, and
1: I've been Eric, and, and we'll together, catch you next year. And together as, Cherry. <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh, got a little excited there, because <laughs> you know it's gonna be a little while before we get to do that again. So, all
0: right.
1: Hey, we'll see you soon. Peace Happy La- New Year, Merry Peace, Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, all the other things. Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa and a partridge in a pear tree. Okay, bye.
0: Bye, y'all.